0: Hi friends, it's Caitlin of Fearfully Fierce. Entrepreneur, special educator, teacher, and all-around giver of good vibes. I cannot wait for you to listen to today's episode because we are going to be sitting down with one of my girlfriends from college. She's a blogger. She talks about being an above-average mom, and she is hilarious. We laugh pretty much throughout the entire interview, and I cannot wait for you to sit down and take a listen too. Get ready.
1: Welcome. Hi.
0: Yes, it's always so funny when things work.
1: <laughs> I know you know what I did. I downloaded downloaded the wrong app, so that was my fault.
0: Okay, okay. Well, as long as you're here and it's working, everything's fine.
1: <laughs> All right, we got this.
0: So, welcome to the Fearfully Fears podcast. Thank you for being here today.
1: Sure. Happy to.
0: So, before we get into it, let's just give a little bit of rundown on who you are, what you do, kind of tell us, tell us your jam.
1: Okay. That's a tough one. <laughs> uh, so I'm a mom and a writer, and I have a blog. And I write sometimes for Scary Mommy, sometimes for Elephant Journal. Um, Yeah, and that's about it. I got two kids, Augie, who's five, and Anna, who's three. And they're nuts, and they're <laughs> fun. Yeah, and it's good.
0: And so – Tell us, did you kind of find your way into writing and blogging? Is that what you went to school for? Like, how'd you get there?
1: God, no, no. So, I, um, it's, it was sort of weird how it happened, actually. I was in like just like a mom's group called Little Mamas, and I went out, actually, we went to Friendly's, <laughs> and Anna and Augie were being maniacs, but I felt like, you know what? It's okay to be maniacs. We're at Friendly's, this is like a kid's restaurant. And these two like older gentlemen were getting really pissed, and I could tell they were like just like annoyed. And I was like, "Listen, like if kids can be kids at <laughs> kids restaurants, like I wait, right, up- you're at Friendly's. I'm at freaking Friendly's. Like, you know, I gave up going to nice restaurants when I had <laughs> kids. So like, yeah, they're gonna like talk about butt farts when they're <laughs> at Friendly's, and that's gonna be just what happens. <laughs> so I wrote this sort of long rant to them, and people were like you know, like, maybe you're funny, maybe you should start a blog. And I'd, I'd sort of thought about it. But then I was like, All right, I'll just do it and kind of see where it takes me. And then, you know, people sort of responded. So I just kept writing. I
0: love that. And so now, yeah, so all, all those two,
1: <laughs> those two jerk off at friendlies, like, right. inspired my writing career. Great. Right, they
0: just kind of, you never know you into the world, right? You
1: never know where you're going to get inspiration from. Yes. So that's, uh, so that happened.
0: So what were you doing before this? Were you a stay-at-home mom? Were you working full-time, part-time? What was happening?
1: I was, um, I worked in mental health for about 10 years. I was gonna transition into teaching. Um, I had Augie, um, and then pretty quickly after I had Anna, and then I just sort of, you know, I just, I put my teaching kind of career on hold till they were I think until Anna goes to, to kindergarten and then, yeah. And then I just started writing and that sort of was fun and like a nice outlet. And that's kind of where I am now.
0: Okay. So are you at the point where you're at now, are you still thinking you might want to go back to teaching and go back to mental health? Do you want to stay? Okay, in the well, world? Mental health is definitely out. I'm okay. pretty, pretty burnt out <laughs> on that.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's done, but teaching. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous to go back. I think you know your first year of teaching is very hard. um you know, you're sort of building the bones for your whole career, so yeah, I'm gonna try to ease into it, I think, maybe do some substituting. I still have to finish my degree like so that's that's sort of where I'm at. Hopefully in the next year or two, I'll have a more clear plan for for my future.
0: okay, okay. So let's get into the blog because I also just started a blog.
1: Ah, congrats! It's fun. Thank
0: you. And it was the same kind of deal, you know. I was it I those same
1: doing... two guys? Was it the friendly guys? Oh my
0: gosh! How funny would that
1: You're be? Yeah, really. Saying? Really <laughs> jerks. It
0: was. It was kind of the same thing where, you know, I always sort of thought about doing a blog, and like, right. I like to follow people who have blogs and I read them, and I tell people about them. And, you know, I've said like, yeah, you know, like maybe some someday I'll do that kind of a thing. And, you know, I I got into my business and I did that kind of thing. And I sort of have been on social media and then I started the podcast and I was like, I want to get out there more. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just let's just go all in. Like, let's do the blog. Yeah, it's awesome because it's just it's another way to talk to people about what's going on. Right. a lot more people are thinking what you're thinking
1: than we think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really is about connection. You know, you want people to to understand that they're not alone, particularly like parenting can sometimes be like a lonely place and like you, you never know if what your kids are doing is normal or not normal. So it's nice to have like that outlet to be like,
0: this is what I'm going through. Like maybe you're going through it too. Exactly, and I think for me, because I'm on sort of the opposite end of the spectrum, where I don't have kids yet. I'm yeah, you're younger. Have kids yet, and so it's like we can still talk about these things that people yeah. who are unmarried and don't have children are going through. Where it's like, oh sure, valuable years. So I mean, everyone's doing things.
1: Been embarrassed. Everyone's been, you know, like it. There are there are general themes in life that everyone can relate to on some level you know exactly
0: if, and I thought if think you're being they're... really
1: open and honest about yes
0: stuff. and I think that point is something that isn't talked about enough like being open and honest about the fact that like hey I tried to do this thing that is on Pinterest and I saw it on this blog and it went terribly
1: yeah oh please
0: or like you know I the was devil's out. website yes yeah or I was out you know with my kids or you know with my boyfriend or husband and this thing happened and it completely just derailed the whole situation and it was awful <laughs> yeah and I think like that's how you get through like embarrassing moments
1: or failures or you share them and then people you know you realize you're not alone you're not the only one that's done this I've heard so many people tell me like amazingly funny stories about their kids that they might not have shared with me. Had they thought, had they not known, you know, I was a hot mess.
0: Right. And I think too, it's like, once you stop comparing yourself to people and oh, yeah. realize that like, Oh, they're actually kind of in the same spot I am and they don't know what's happening either. And now like, I don't feel as bad that I have no idea what I'm
1: doing. Right. Oh, Totally. Totally. And it's weird, because we are in the age of comparison, like social media is like a pretty new thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, like, I am so grateful. Every day I say like a little like, thank you. It wasn't around when I was in college, or when I was in like my (laughs) real hot mess stages, you know, like, that's, that's amazing. And like, because, and also, like, I feel like younger generations are dealing with the comparison of like, because everyone puts their you know their best face forward on social media and I do it too I mean it's just natural Mm -hmm. you want to like you know make people
0: think you're leading your best life right and I think it's important you know because we're in that kind of age to have things like this blog or even to put these little blips on your social media like hey I had this whole big elaborate plan it went terribly wrong and guess what like yeah
1: like it and you'll get through it and everyone you know you If you're able to laugh at yourself and laugh at these, like, you know, weirdo moments that happen to you, you're going to get through it. Like, and it just makes everyone feel better to know that they're not alone in it. Uh,
0: Okay. So I was talking to a girlfriend today about that. I was going to be doing this interview with you and she, she wanted to talk, she wanted me to ask you about kind of your take on, I'm well I'm a mom now so dot 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 well I can't do that because I'm a mom now and kind of this persona that people can take on when they have children that a certain part of their life is now closed off huh so kind of what's your what are your feelings on that
1: I guess I don't I honestly like I don't totally relate
0: to it because I don't
1: think like personally like I've changed my personality too much and I honestly like I could be a big weirdo like maybe other people have like that's but I really like I still love going out with my girlfriends I still like like we have book club and we you know drink wine and talk about you know different things like I I still feel like sort of like I'm just like perpetually a 25 year old and having kids I really think like instead of taken away from it, it has like added to it like I I I get so much more now, even though like my, you know, obviously things have changed, but it's, you know, I, yeah, I still sort of feel like, I don't feel like there's like these restrictions, like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I can't go to like a club dancing or something. Cause it's like, I'm just, I'll just be like the old mom at the (laughs) club dancing. I don't care. Like what? It doesn't matter. It's, it's more freeing in a weird way. Right. And see, that's
0: how I feel, but that's also coming from, my perspective of how I am perceiving I'll be as a mom, which yeah. can com- might completely be thrown out the window when I actually am a mom. And, you know, things can just be not what I thought at all, which is probably going to be the case. But, you know, I still hold on to those values of, yes, I have children now, but I'm still a person who likes oh,
1: totally. Children.
0: And so I think that I can see sometimes where being a mom can take over a person and they sort of lose part of themselves. They just become a mom.
1: Yeah, and I don't know that that's – I mean, I'm sure it's happened to me to some degree, but I I definitely don't – I still feel like I'm the same person. I just, you know,
0: have have kids. Exactly, and I love that. So what are some of the things that you do – For like kind of your time. Like what is something that, you know, these are things that I like to do and I need to keep true to myself. And so I'm going to find a way to find the help or find the time to go and do these things.
1: Well, listen, it ain't great. I watch (laughs) a lot of Bravo. I eat some (laughs) yassos. I eat my, the kids go to bed. I watch Bravo. I eat ice cream. (laughs) I watch Naked and Afraid. It's mostly just TV. (laughs) It's like all TV. And then some writing. Some writing. And some reading, actually, now that I'm in a book club, I read a bit more, which is nice. But yeah, I I, and I do you know what I do is I take those moments like I'm not someone who's like, I need to spend all this time with my kids. And they, you know, I, I need breaks. Everyone needs breaks. They're going to lose their mind if they're just (laughs) talking to a three year old all day. Like, I I utilize TV, I utilize my in-laws who are wonderful and my mom and I, whenever I can get help I take help because it really does take a village and it's hard and so like yeah like sometimes they get too much screen time or sometimes they like you know I, I'm i not always actively engaged with them and, mm-hmm. I, and I think it's good for them like they learn how to play by themselves they right. learn how to do they become more self-sufficient I yeah. hope maybe I'm just saying that because I don't I don't
0: I think no I think that's kind of the gen that's what I hope to give it's like you know you're you're not going to be able to have access to me 24 7 right I'm gonna try and prepare you to not be able to ask me every single question that you think of every second of the day
1: yeah and honestly like like if I'm having a really rough day like I think I just wrote about this recently where I like you know like I was with my kids all day we went to the beach we went to a park it was like and I came home and I was like I think my husband was out of town or something. So I was like, I don't feel like cooking. So I just <laughs> took some guac, put it in a taco shell. Had, they had some bugles, you know, like, it was like, I think they have blueberries. Like, I feel like that's <laughs> it's good. You know, like, it was just like, and then I took, you know, I took time for myself. I calmed down and then I come back and I'm so much, I'm such a better parent when
0: I've taken time for myself. Yes, and I think that's important. Like, I've heard a- in both, I think, parenting and, like, your, like, marriage, once you are, your cup is full, like, then you can give to everybody else. Right. If you're burnt out and, you know, you're not taking care of yourself, you're not able to take care of everybody else as well.
1: Right. Oh, totally. Like, you have to, like, I don't have much in common with Gwyneth Paltrow, like, <laughs> Unless she likes like Target clearance sections, <laughs> like we're probably not gonna be hanging out. But like she did say that famous thing, which she actually weirdly took heat for, is like you have to like put the oxygen mask on yourself yeah. before you put it on anyone else. And I think mm-hmm. there's some truth in that.
0: I do too. You know, when the plane's going down, you need to take the oxygen mask first,
1: right? And then yeah. you can be of service,
0: right? Because if you don't have, you give the oxygen to somebody else, and you you don't. Yeah, want then anymore. you can't what help. You gonna do? Yeah,
1: then you can't yes. be of service. So
0: yes, okay. So think. I want you to think about just really quick, like the last couple maybe blog blog posts that you've done. Like one of your favorite, like standout stories.
1: The, oh, I all right. I have one recently where my daughter like humiliated <laughs> me. We we're at Barnes and Nobles, so We were at a bookstore, so I should score some points for that. Yep. Getting a coffee. She's, like, behaving, like, awesomely. So, I get her a chocolate milk. I'm, like, listen, like, you deserve a treat. So, we're in line. And this older gentleman, he's probably, like, 70, is, like, oh, sweetie, you got a treat. And they they sort of go back and forth once or twice. And then my daughter looks them up and down (laughs) and decides she's going to tickle them. But then tickles them in the most inappropriate place. possible. Yeah, she did some like crotch tickling to this stranger. <laughs> so that was fun. It was like a moment in my parenthood that I didn't, didn't love. And then it's like, what do you do? Like, right, you have to you like, do? you have to like stop it from happening, but also like pretend it's not happening. Right. Like, you gotta like really, like, you don't wanna acknowledge it because it's right. mortifying. <laughs> and you're obviously. And the poor guy. I mean, he was such a nice guy. And she doesn't know. She's three. Right. Like, it seemed very innocent. He's <laughs> um, like,
0: I do this at home. Like, I tickle, you know, my mom. And my- I think it was just a height
1: situation. I think
0: right. it was just, like, the. it was really his fault.
1: He should have been <laughs> taller. Like, I don't know. No, I'm sorry. That's- I'm not blaming the victim. Uh... Uh, yeah, so that was fun. So that was my last. And, you know, that felt... You know, obviously, afterwards, we had to talk about, like, we don't do this. In right, life. right. Like, the, you know, <laughs> boundaries and where to tickle and don't tickle. Like, never tickle anyone again. I don't know. It was.
0: Uh, that makes me think of, like, in working with children and, like, kind of, because like, I work in special ed, especially. Uh. And it's, like, we we will catch ourselves sometimes and just be, like, these are things that you would think I would never be saying out loud. Right? Oh,
1: totally. It
0: just happens. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just gotta
1: roll with it. I mean, it really. I mean, it's embarrassing, but it's not the end of the world. Right. I mean, like,
0: what were you supposed to do? Like, it wasn't her fault? Like, she no. Had to be friends.
1: She was just being friendly, and uh, I don't know. His crotch got in the way. I don't know. That's important. <laughs> Cut that out. Cut that out from this, please.
0: Oh, hilarious. <laughs> okay. So I want to ask you, kind of. If you could say something to kind of new moms who oh, God. are kind of fumbling around, like, don't know what to do. Like, what's something you would say kind of as you've gone through this and kind of some wisdom?
1: I think, you know,
0: it's hard. It's,
1: it's, whatever you're going through, you'll get through it. Like, the the newborn phase is tough. Like, you are tired. Like, you wouldn't believe But you're also like crazy happy and in love with this baby. And so it's just, I know it's, it's hard. And also like when you have, particularly your first child, everything feels bigger than it is. Mm -hmm. And it's, and every mom will do this. I did it. They'll go down a Google rabbit hole. You know, like it's, it's hard, but then just know that you'll, you'll be fine in the end. You know, yeah, there's. I don't know if that's helpful, but no,
0: it, I think that is because I think it's because you don't know. And so just a- anything that happens, you're just nervous and worried and you want to do the right thing. Right. And I think just taking comfort in what you're doing is the right thing. Like it's going to be okay, regardless of what you do, like, right, I'll well work out like, as like kind of Extreme as it seems, most likely the kid's not going to die. So you're going to be okay.
1: You're going to be okay. You're going to be really, really tired. That's <laughs> the only, like, you're going to, that was the hardest thing, actually, for me, was the the sleep deprivation. I think oh. for every new mom. I mean, you're just, you're just like a zombie for a month. And every, it feels just like one big day. Oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's hard, but it's, you know, it's also like incredibly beautiful and special.
0: So I want to know, this is something I kind of wonder about with families who have their first child and even who have children after that, kind of in your marriage, like what kind of, how did that dynamic change and how did you guys kind of like work through those new stages of it's like, it's not just us anymore. And now like (laughs) have this new dynamic to figure out,
1: you know, I think honestly, it's going to, it's going to make a strong marriage even stronger. And then. You know, whatever issues you have, they're gonna they're gonna come out because yeah. you're tired. You know, <laughs> yeah. like you're you're. But I think you know, I I say to Augie's birth was a, a little bit traumatic. Okay. Um, we ended up having to get a C-section, and we they rushed me in for an emergency C-section. And it... oh gosh, yeah, it was you know it was scary. And um, but it was still like after all of everything that happened, it was still when you hold that baby and you're like, and you, you have that connection with that person, you know, with your husband or your partner or whatever. It's just, it's just, it's honestly like just magical. You feel like it's just like, you're just so much more connected and like, you feel like you're on like an even, you're even more on like a team than ever before. So that was, I mean, I think that's, that's kind of the beauty of it. And then you're, you know, I I don't, you know, our marriage definitely shifted a bit, particularly the first years. Okay. But I think you're you're willing to have that shift because the other payback is you have a family. And that's, right. you know,
0: that's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I love that. Okay. So we always end the podcast with five questions that I just like, I like to know about other people. Awesome. So if you could meet one person, who would it be and what would you say?
1: Oh, wow. That's a good one.
0: I know, right? (laughs)
1: I have like fake celebrity conversations with myself all day long. So this is going to be challenging for me. My friend, actually, my friends just met Ellen DeGeneres. (gasps) And I was so mad that they got to. I wasn't even happy for them. I was like, just bitter.
0: I'm not even happy.
1: (laughs) I wasn't even. I was like, I'm going to write a note to Ellen DeGeneres. And I want you to carry it around. If you ever
0: see her again, I want you to
1: hand this note to her. Yes. That's so maybe Ellen. I love Ellen.
0: She's, she's saving the gorillas right now. Have you
1: yes. seen it? Oh, have I? Of course.
0: <laughs> yes. Okay.
1: It's amazing.
0: So what time do you go to bed?
1: Oh, never. Like <laughs> never, ever. I like probably
0: way, way later than I
1: should because I love TV, but, um, probably 1230, one o'clock. Oh boy. I am yeah, I'm not proud. Asleep. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> Normal people are.
0: Okay. What's your favorite food? Oh, another
1: good one! You know what I'm gonna? I'm I'm digging Thai food right now. Like Ooh. I love a pad Thai. I lo- I love a dumpling. I've been on a little okay. bit of a okay. diet, so I'm missing like pasta. <laughs> yeah. So like,
0: I also love just like a good bagel. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. I feel I feel that real hard. <laughs> yeah. Right okay if you had a hundred dollars to go shopping right now where would you go and what would you buy
1: oh target all day <laughs> uh yeah I would buy whatever whatever I wanted to I there's so many choices there
0: you would hit up that clearance aisle real oh good.
1: real good I get some new underwear because I just put on underwear and they fell down oh no so probably well, time that's, for that yeah like that's TMI yeah right okay <laughs>
0: So that's that's what okay. We're open here on the Free Free <laughs> All right. podcast. All right. All right. All right. And last question. What is something that you've done where you felt fearfully fierce? Oh, Jesus.
1: I think. Huh. That's a good question. I don't know if I have a good answer for that where I felt like I think you know maybe writing is where I'm. I feel sort of myself like if I write a a good blog, I feel or like a good story, I feel good. Mhm. So
0: maybe that. I think that is a good one because it's something that's out there. So it's, it's yeah, you not in the norm. So you're you are a little bit fearful. You know, you're putting your oh out totally. There, but it's
1: and like people, people it's will different. come for you, like people. Yes. Like I had a. a scary mom and love it matters shared a piece I did and it got it got a lot of negative reaction which mm-hmm. was which was surprising and I was surprised at how much I gave a shit oh sorry are we allowed to swear
0: <laughs> but it's true it's like you know you're you're gonna put stuff out there and it's like people are gonna love it or they're gonna hate it yeah way, it's it's totally
1: yeah it's yeah yeah so I think that that's hard sometimes to know when you when you sort of make art or make anything like people are going to have their own reactions to it and it's not it's totally out of your control so that sometimes is like that's why I feel like if you're writing particularly like about personal stuff yeah it is a little you know it, it, you do have to be a little bit fierce to do it otherwise yeah
0: because you've got to be okay with the fact that people might not agree Yeah, with
1: people you. might not agree with you they might not like you and
0: they you might, just got to be like well that's too bad
1: yeah oh totally
0: yeah well okay so how can people find you like where are your blogs like where can they check this out
1: uh it's c plus mom so it's just c p l u s mom uh i i have a facebook page which is i should give more attention to um (laughs) but yeah you can find me on facebook twitter i'm on c plus mom actually no twitter my twitter sucks so yeah just (laughs) go to the blog
0: okay and where can they find you on facebook
1: uh, Deirdre Laundergan, D-E-I-R-D-R-E Laundergan, L-O-N-D-E-R-G-A-N.
0: Oh my gosh! Thank you so much for coming. Oh, on you're today. very welcome. Thank this you for having me. Awesome.
1: Yes, totally.
0: I appreciate it. Thank you so much, and- awesome. Thank you, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. Deirdre just keeps it real, and she tells it like it is. Sometimes your kids are gonna do inappropriate things to strangers at the bookstore. You just got to roll with it. So before you go, don't forget to take a screenshot and post it to your Instagram story. Because that's going to remind people that there's a new episode and that they should come and listen. And while you're at it, head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Tell me what you think. And next week, maybe your review will be featured at the end of the episode. So thanks, guys. See you next week.